We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday. Welcome back. Lori and Julia show. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got some Friday picks coming up for you. We're going to hear some. Are we going to hear some pickup lines, Lori? Yes, we are okay, going to hear some pickup lines. Look forward to those. And mm-hmm. of course, I'm really excited about okay, my picks. I got medieval Middle Ages pickup lines. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm excited for those. Medieval And coffee shop pickup lines. Well, oh. the tattoo convention is <laughs> oh, going on this okay. weekend in Minneapolis, and you just never know when Who you're, you're going to run into. That's right. I'm excited about those. Okay, so let's have a Hollywood flashback. Okay. We're going to go all the way back to 1987. And Crocodile Dundee was asked to co-host the Oscars along with Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. Oh. And he just did... He created a memorable tip for winners. His basically his big line was, be gracious, be grateful, and get off stage. That's a very good... And, and uh, yeah, he just had that little welcome speech. He also advised people, don't get up on stage and say, I don't deserve this award. If you really do feel you don't deserve an Academy Award, just give us away from your seat. <laughs> and he lost to, um, he was nominated for original screenplay for Crocodile Dundee. He wrote that, the guy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I love and that movie. left his wife for his yes, co-star in the yes, movie, right. and then he ended up leaving her twenty-five years later yeah. for another younger oh, co-star. But he lost to Woody Allen for Hannah and Her Sisters. Oh, okay, okay. I never saw that movie. That's actually pretty good. It is actually yeah. a pretty good movie. And then um, I just went back to I wanted to look at um, you know one of the uh, Hollywood trade magazines, so the Wrap. Yeah, and they did this last year. They rated. The Oscar hosts the worst to the best. Oh, okay. Um, and they just did like 13 of them. Okay. Unlucky 13. James Franco and Anne Hathaway the have the distinction of being the worst yeah. because he was comatose. He was. I think he was drugged out and she was, was mind-numbingly perky. Mm-hmm. She was trying so, so hard, hard because she had to. And remember he came out dressed out like Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. in the set. And then the next one, according to the rap... The second That's worst. on him. I mean, she tried so hard to but say that. But the combination it made was no crazy. sense on right. stage. No, it was just terrible. Then 2013, Seth MacFarlane, I who like started him. out the uh, show saying what a terrible host he was going to be and then did the bit, show us your boobs. Yeah, I kind of liked it. It was the I wrong tone for the big night. I thought it was kind of <laughs> He showed up on several lists. I, I kind of, all right. Neil okay. Patrick Harris in 2015. Everyone expected him to be great because he hosted the Tonys yeah, and the Emmys, but no A little one, of him goes a long way. Yeah, and he kept doing the card tricks and he came out in his underwear. Yeah. David Letterman, 1995, mm. you have to feel bad for him because he followed his idol, Johnny Carson. Yeah. 
And wasn't that the year of Oprah, Oprah Uma. Uma? Oprah. Oprah Uma. And Jack Perrin's Perales or Perrin's. Jack Palance. did the push-ups, remember? Mm-hmm. The one-arm push-ups. Saved I it. remember. And even Letterman knew he was the wrong fit. Yeah. 2010, Alec Baldwin and Steve uh, Martin were ho-hum together. Okay. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Neither I, do I. Um, Chris Rock, his first hosting bid, uh, a bid in 2005. And he seemed to be the right host for 2016 when it was Oscars. So white. So white, but he, he would, talked about anything but that. I know he did, so but I kind of thought he was, yeah. I liked him. John Stewart in 2006 got off to a rocky start, uh, but he was better two years later in 2008. He was I sharpened like him. up. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres, mm-hmm. uh, she was easy, comfortable Oscar yep. host. But they liked her. She Ooh. said she was good. Jimmy Kimmel. Love him. Yeah, really good. Whoopi Goldberg, every time she hosted, she was delightful. Mm-hmm. And Billy Crystal comes in at number three. Hugh Jackman in 2009 is considered the second really? best. And number one, Steve Martin in 2001 and 2003. So this is at, in the last 25 years or whatever yeah. you said, the last 20 years. And the yeah. crew, everyone said he was the most low-maintenance host Steve they've Martin. ever had. Yeah, Steve Martin. He seems like it. Yeah, no, He our, just seems our, like an easy guy. Our boyfriend from All American is hosting the CW. Uh, the Critics' Choice Award is Sunday night. You know they've been telecasting that for the last oh, couple yeah, of years. I know. So he is the host, and that is on the CW Sunday night. If you need to see a little bit I'm more gonna, award I show, will, because that's a fun one. It's in a hangar, isn't it? It's in the hangar. Um, and everyone, a lot of people come to that one. Yes, yes. I mean, you get a lot of stars and it seems a little bit more low key and it's fun. Yeah. So he's all excited. I'm trying to see who's on the list. If it's, there's the a lot, it's all the same people yeah. that we've been yeah. seeing. It's no kind surprises. Of, no, no surprises, but he's excited about hosting that. How do you feel about the publisher of the choose your own adventure book series suing Netflix? Alleging that uh, Bandersnatch is uh, infringes on its trademarks. Well, they have a they have a case, and here's why: um, because they refer to the Bandersnatch series in the book. No, they don't. It's oh, it's no. called Choose Your Own Adventure, and these are young adult books, and these um, for young adult readers, and it's been around for but, a long time. But n- the Netflix people were in conversations. And they the, were, they say to it, they say, they, choose your own adventure. They do. Mm-hmm. But first, before story. any of this happened, they were in conversations with the company that owns the Vermont mm. Beige Publisher. And they were talking to them about coming to agreement. Netflix approached them to have a licensing fee on Uh-oh. saying it. And that fell apart and nothing happened. And so then they go ahead and go through with it and say immediately, choose your, your own, own adventure. adventure in the Bandersnatch movie. And and it's a very adult themes themes that the Choose True. Your Own Adventure books is not, not. No. and so very they violent. feel yeah and they feel like they're violating their brand and I I have to admit you know when you have when you approach someone because you want to license their name because you want to use it and then it falls apart but you use it anyway yeah you look and guilty. then you make a reference yeah it's a Choose yeah. Your Own Adventure book I think they're going to get paid I think so too yeah. I think so, yeah, too. I, I think Netflix decided, you know what? We'll just go ahead and do it. We'll write them a check, and we're fine. I guess. They, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. they couldn't. It just feels so, Amazing. yeah. Always, it's Chase. always easier to ask for forgiveness than yeah. it has for permission. Okay, so David Chase, you know, he's doing some. Who is he? Yeah, uh, the Sopranos creator. Okay. 
Um, he's been doing some interviews because they're making a prequel movie. Right. Okay. He, there's a book called The Sopranos Sessions by these two entertainment journalists, Alan Sepinwall and Matt Zoller Seitz. Okay. And Time Magazine is reporting that David Chase was asked about the conclusion of the show and the discussion about the book. And he admitted to the two entertainment reporters okay. that he had planned Tony Soprano's death scene two years earlier. Okay. And they were like, um, oh, so Tony Soprano at that Holstein at the end, when it goes to black, you're saying that he did Dad. die. And David Chase just pauses and says, bleep you guys. Because he did not mean to admit that. Right. He had planned a different death scene. Tony getting chased, going through the Holland Tunnel. Okay. And something happening in the tunnel and kind of not coming out from it. And he didn't use that one. But he was just doing what... He was just talking and talking and talking, and these guys pin him. And now he's trying to say, well, I never said that, but he did say that. So I don't know if you ever got caught up in I, how, I, what was that ending. I didn't. I was not a loyal fan. Yeah. I was not a loyal fan. Yeah. Got to be honest. Yeah. I still want to go back and watch The Wire and watch The Sopranos. The Wire is, you won't like it, Julia. It's so violent. It is so violent. But people say it's the best Writing. But you don't like violent shows. Well, I'm watching Ray Donovan for crying out loud. Well, I know, but The Wire really, you know, that was Kurt Sutter who yeah, did Sons of Anarchy. I remember I turned, I was done with that show in the episode when the guy got his face pressed to the electric coils on a stove. Oh, oh I've, that's been done in other movies. I know, but I was just like, <laughs> I so can't take this it. show. I quit The Wire okay. and Casey, you know, of course loved it. And I did maybe like, it, Donnie. Is it maybe it's just too? Yeah. I don't like scary, but violent. All right, you might like it, but I don't know. You're yeah. so past the zeitgeist of the wire. Well, it doesn't matter. I would do it for my own enjoyment when I retire someday. <sighs> no, I've got all those books to read too. I'm from just show. saying, I don't think that you'll enjoy the all violence right. of the wire. I know my mom liked it, even though. Did she watch all six seasons? I don't know if she did. I should finish Breaking you, Bad. Yeah, first. you never finished Breaking no, Bad. That was one four. of the greatest TV shows ever. My mom and I binge watched it in like three days, and then we never touched it again. Mm-hmm. One of the best endings ever. No, I need yeah, to go back and watch show. that one. I agree. Well, and, and of course, there are all the conspiracy theories about Tony Soprano's death. That was he was killed. That was the most enduring thing. You know, sitting down to eat with his family, and the door opens, and then the screen goes to black. Um, people were like, oh, that was a dream. Tony was dead already, or he had a stroke, or the even wilder theory that the fade to black represented the audience died that day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. So, anyway, I don't know. I guess I kind of always felt like that fade to black um, was, I interpreted it as that, oh, they are finally happy, the family, and they're going to go home. I never wanted to believe that it meant anything dastardly. Everyone has their own interpretation, but you just believe, oh, but they're going They're, they're going happily, home. They're going to the cuts. They're going home, but really, Casey was like, <laughs> no, somebody came in and they're all dead. Oh, I love him for that. I know. Yeah. That's what I absolutely saying. love him for how he just likes to just, nope. No. Let me burst your bubble. 
Well, you know, this is the this is your brother. Who, I know he's a goomba. Yeah, no. Listen to this story. So Casey's dad, Julia's dad, mm-hmm. takes him to go see The Godfather when that came out. Okay. Okay. So was that like seventy two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Casey would have been, you know, like in seventh grade, something okay. like that. A little young. Yeah, a little young. <laughs> your mom was not a not a fan of him going to this because it was R rated movie and everything. And your dad told me he said. And Casey B said to me, I said to him, what did you think of that movie? And Casey B looked at me and said, Dad, I'm so glad we're Italian. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Response. Oh, but that's really kind of fun. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Casey would be the one to get revenge, let me tell you. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so when you said he's a goomba, I always laugh about that story. That's so funny. Okay. Listen, we come back. We've got Holly with the dirt alert for us. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, let's let's get to our Dirt Alert. And you probably have an update on for the breaking news in Wisconsin about the girl. Yes, I do have updates about 13-year-old Jamie Kloss, who was found alive yesterday after 88 days in captivity. So we're getting a lot of details. Uh, There have been several press conferences throughout the day. Uh, So officials are saying that cops recovered a shotgun consistent with what was used at the scene of the homicide, the homicide being of Jamie Kloss's parents. Uh, This is according to the Sheriff's Department. And they're saying that uh, the uh, Jake Thomas Patterson the uh, sub, su- excuse me, suspect in this, he said they shaved his head after alleg- allegedly killing Jamie's parents to hide from the cops. And uh, the suspect has been identified. And the kidnapper is 21-year-old Jake Thomas Patterson. He's been charged with two counts of first-degree homicide for the killing of Jamie's parents and one count of kidnapping. Uh, Patterson's being held in Barron County Jail in Wisconsin. Authorities say Jake had no criminal history, had no connection to the Kloss family. And it's really unclear at this point how Jamie Kloss escaped her captor, but added she perfectly described one of Patterson's vehicles, which helped cops quickly spot the car. So it was yesterday when Jamie Kloss encountered a woman walking her dog and basically said, I'm Jamie Kloss, gave her some uh, details about her situation and was led to a safe space. Right. So very dramatic. Didn't uh, I, did I read this right? That this guy worked for one day at the factory that her parents worked at and then quit? You're right. Jake Patterson. He worked at, wasn't For it one Jack? day. For one day he worked there at yeah. this factory. He worked there for one day at the Genio factory where Jamie Kloss's parents were employed. And then he quit saying that he was moving away. So, really? Mm- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. So she was targeted by... But somehow yeah, he, somehow he knew about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, creepy. yeah, and those details are emerging because there's no connection between Jake Patterson and the Kloss family except for that one day of working at the Genio factory. So th- there are many details that we don't know yet. Uh, Jamie Kloss's cousin is calling her a badass because she escaped. Yeah. Yes, she did, and yeah. she fled. And she found safety. Mm-hmm. So she definitely uh, is def- uh, just, it's amazing. Yeah. It, 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 is truly amazing. Is, it truly is amazing. So, you know, more details are going to emerge as they do. And has she so, been reunited with her family? Yes, yeah, she has been reunited with her family. She is and, out of the hospital? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to be removed from the hospital, be reunited with family. And so, you know, definitely, obviously, taking as much time as she needs to process what happened so you know when she was taken to safety yesterday i think that they said you know she didn't want water she didn't want food she didn't want She's anything probably she in was shock just in shock. Traumatized. Yep. in shock and traumatized so yeah. jamie claus is safe today so yay. yay good news so we'll move on from that story to the golden globes and timothy chalamet's outfit that he wore sunday night to the golden oh, globes his, ice his bondage daddy yeah. ice skating outfit <laughs> his bondage he's, he didn't have any intention of looking like an ice skating bondage daddy Did he forget his great. blazer or something well he said he thought it was a bib he said they told me it was a bib they being probably his stylist, he said, I had a friend send me a thing like sex dungeon culture is a thing where you wear a harness. He said, I didn't do it for that reason. So he did not mean to telegraph sex dungeon vibes on the yeah. red carpet of the Golden Globes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and remember, he was wearing a Louis Vuitton outfit. That sequin harness is what he thought he it was. He looked great in it. Oh, he looked fantastic. Yeah, and he, this, this only, is, only like a 21-year-old or 19, 20-year-old yeah. could pull that look off. So he got a small window of time when you can wear things like that. Yeah. And Timothy Chalamet totally understands that, or at least his stylist do. He's quite adorable, isn't he? Yeah, I, I kind of, um, I, I, I bet Lily Rose Depp um, approved of that. She probably sent yeah. a photo to Uncle Carl. Yes, and said, what do, you do you approve? Yes, although it was from a rival fashion yeah, house. Yeah, that's right, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton and Uncle Carl being Carl Lagerfeld designs for the House of Chanel and House of Fendi mm-hmm. and his own brand of clothing. Now, I did tell you this in a dirt alert earlier today, but just to mention this again for those just tuning in. Oh, yes, the Bird Box Challenge has proven as stupid as it sounded in the first place. Police are blaming a two-car accident in Layton, Utah, on the Bird Box Challenge. So people were driving blindfolded, covering their eyes. No one was injured in the crash. And remember, the Bird Box Challenge is where people do things while blindfolded because in the movie Bird Box, Sandra Bullock must go outside blindfolded lest be taken over by some kind of weird possession. Did you see that movie yet? I did. Yeah, did you like it? No. Oh, you did All right, I haven't seen it yet, no. Holly. Why oh. didn't you like it? Because it's scary. No, well, it's suspenseful. Right. Mm-hmm. So you well, say that suspense is what gets you, Julia. It's not yeah. necessarily violence yeah. or gore, which there are some violent moments. I thought the last minute of the movie was so lazy. I almost threw the remote at the TV. But that's how the book ends. But oh, it's not it? necessarily the scenario in which they find themselves. Yeah. There's one little small moment. There's a specific person mm. that is there 
And it's just, it is, it is so, I, oh, oh. Well, that reminds me of the book, The Cabin at the End of the Row. Oh, Remember that book yeah. with the horrible ending? Yeah. Oh, so bad. ambiguous ending. Yeah, the ambig- I was so mad. I'm like, <laughs> what a waste of time. <laughs> well, Do your job. <laughs> well, give this, us an ending. This job does give you an ending. So in that respect, it does do the job i just found it to be particularly mm, convenient the way that they wrap would you read the book now having read it because the book is really good it's yeah i would totally read the book having heard from people who have read the book and comparing it to the movie it is different there is a little bit more uh just differences in the way that the story is told so you know i I, I might give it a chance but really if you didn't like the movie why bother reading the book because there's so many better books out there the movie well i like the premise the book was so great yeah that book was page turner turner like baby teeth yeah you couldn't stop reading i feel like i would like the book better than the movie because i really enjoyed the premise of bird box i found it to be fascinating mm-hmm. and the film was suspenseful it was just it was a made for tv movie which ultimately is what it is it's for yeah. netflix and it's, <laughs> it, it is and that's fine let you know? slam <laughs> this like you know, made let's for everybody TV sit movies. under holly's shady palm uh-huh. tree that was a lazy ending for a made for tv movie <laughs> i got a pina colada for you under that palm tree why don't you <laughs> all right so that happened please don't do the bird box challenge for the love uh, jessica simpson was on social media did you guys see this photograph okay. that jessica of course simpson we did. shared yes uh, yes so we recognize that foot yeah yeah describe so, it whew, it, it is swollen she's pregnant she is very pregnant jessica simpson very pregnant with her third child she posted a photograph of her very swollen foot on instagram she said any remedies help uh, yeah. Lori, do you have any advice for it? Because the well, foot we recognized as Lori's puffy feet. Yeah, that happened to me once in New York City in July. And I it also happened laughing. to me in New Orleans in June when I ate a bunch of oysters and drank too much beer. And my, I took a photo of my feet. And honestly, my they ankles do. look like cankles. Oh, they and look my like toddler were, feet where they're puffy on top. Yeah, yeah they look like your toenails are going to shoot off of your foot. They're so, <laughs> they like, they're so sausage. Oh. It was Casey. No. the first time it happened, Holly. We laughed so hard at her feet. Oh She'd never had this happen. We were in New York City. It was hot. And I kept laughing and taking pictures. I'd never seen... You'd never experienced anything like this. It was your first time. Was it painful, Lori? No. Uh, was it? Only when I stood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Only when I look down. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, Jessica Simpson is pregnant. She Hopefully, at least has a good reason yeah, for being yeah. swollen. I'm like, Lori just ate oysters and yeah. was hot in Apparently, the summer Apparently, they're very salty. Oh my gosh. Well, retain. I think Jessica Simpson's going to be okay, even though she went to the internet for advice. Call That's your funny. Come well, on. maybe she got some good advice. <laughs> that could be. She Wrap did have a cute petty. Rags. Yeah. Yeah. Stick him in an ice bucket. Yeah. Oh, ouch. All right, what's, what's happening All on the right. roads out there? Well, just a few. We are Killer Queen by Queen. Five Uh, seconds of summer. How is everybody? It's a nice, decent cover, I would say. I like it. All right, so here it is. It's time for Friday Picks, and guess who's going first? Me! Shocking! Shocking! I've got some (laughs) picks today. Um, I've got, um, if you loved The Last Bachelorette, Becca Kaufman. uh, Kaufman. Kaufman. Is it Kerfman? Kufrin. 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 If you want to see K-U-F-R-I-N. Yeah, if you want to see old Kufrin himself, but you can meet Becca. She at Ridgedale Mall, Ridgedale Center is having a, a fashion show tomorrow afternoon, and the activities um, are going to be going on from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. But I think there's a lot of fun stuff that's going on out there, okay. so you can see her. Um, 
There is a party in the rec room with Lorna Landvik is starting this weekend, and it's for the next month, basically, at the Bryant Lake Bowl. And she is hysterical. It's improv. Improv, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. hysterical. She it's also um, the 49th annual Sportsman Show, uh, where you can find out about everything from boats, campers, vacation show, hundreds of exhibits, and it's happening downtown St. Paul at the River Center going on yesterday through to, uh, Sunday. And finally, finally, there's this new play at the Guthrie Theater called The Great Leap. And it's about an exponent. It's imagines an exposition basketball game between the uh, U.S. team and American team in Beijing in 1989. And it talks about the drama between the two countries, the t- there's two men and their backstories and everything, and it's... Um, you did your homework I this did. Week. Tickets, though, start at just $29. That's why I wanted to bring that one up. And, of course, Holiday Inn through the end of February at the Chanhassen. Danny, you're next. Okay, got a couple for you. Uh, quick reminder that True Detective returns to HBO on Sunday. Yes, it does. And it stars uh, one of our favorite actors, Mahershala Ali and uh, the story takes place in the Ozarks over three separate time periods. So you, that's why if some of the trailers you see him aging. Uh, his partner detectives investigate odd timing that this is the plot, but it is a plot. They investigate a crime involving two missing children. I hope it's going to be good. I'm hearing good things about it. Yeah. So there's that. This other one, I'm, I got to check this out tonight. Have you heard about this sex education on Netflix? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's with Gillian Anderson. Love her. Yes. And it's a British play she a british series she's um she is a sex therapist so needless to say for her teenage son this is not the best job that your mom has because all the kids at school know that she's a sex therapist Mm -hmm. so he comes up with this idea my kid's mom's invented nipples (laughs) (laughs) he teams up with a uh, with a female student and together they set up an underground sex therapy clinic to deal with their fellow students weird and wonderful problems Oh dear! And okay. I've heard it's quite, right. quite charming. Quite I'm going to check it out. Sex right. education. Let us, let us know on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So for music this weekend tonight, uh, for the early crowd, music is from seven to ten at Walebski's Blues Saloon in St. Paul. Vintage Rags is playing. Great band. All covers, pretty much. Fun, fun, fun. Paul Peterson is doing. You know, his uh, record release party at the Ice House in Minneapolis tonight. Yeah. And G-Love and Special Sauce, they've been around for like 25 years. If you've never seen them, so much fun. They're playing at First Avenue tonight. Tomorrow, the last waltz, uh, the Big Pink, the 14th annual recreation of that iconic uh, performance at the Fillmore East, East right. in San Francisco will be recreated at the Caboose. It's really a great night of music. Chase and Ovation. Where they will be playing uh, their Prince Homage down at Bunkers. And the best people watching of the weekend, and it's probably the best people watching outside of the State Fair, you will be taking yourself either tonight, tomorrow, or Sunday to the Minneapolis Tattoo Convention happening at the Hyatt Regency, Minneapolis. You can go get tattooed. There's sideshows. There's burlesque. And there's live human suspension. Where people hang from the the hooks. Have you ever seen that? No. 
Have you ever gone to a tattoo convention? No, but actually, I've been to a sexual sex education. What did we go to the sex awards no, convention? No, it was just a. Uh, we went to the intimate lingerie convention. Yeah, that was something. that was racy. But the ta- I've gone to a tattoo convention a couple times. Bragger. It, it well, it's just. I bet it would be something. It's wild. Yep. I would like it's to wild. see that actually. It's wild. It's and then $20 I would just sit and say, why? 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 <laughs> anyway, so that's happening. Um, okay. So what time is it? It's time for pickup lines. So Friday pickup lines. What are our themes today, honey? Uh, we are going with, uh, in honor of the tattoo, I decided to pick up the medieval Middle Ages pickup line. Oh, fantastic. As well as some coffee uh, shop pickup lines because if people were dating on yep. dating Sunday, they might have a coffee shop date or something. Maybe mm-hmm. they've already had it and this is too late, but... We hope not. Yeah, we hope not. All right, do help us. All right, what a fine set of chalices you have. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Um, If I were a horse, I'd rather you mounted me without the saddle. That seems very forward. (laughs) I would say (laughs) I think so, (laughs) Ty. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, What's a princess like you doing in a dungeon like this? Oh, Lori. Dungeons and Dragons. That's right. Yes, I am indeed a a wizard, let me help you make your clothes disappear. No. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be beheaded than denied a date with you. Oh, please. Oh, right. um, it seems as if my dragon has finally found a nice cave to rest in. Okay, say that one again because I missed it. Because that's so perfect. It seems as if my dragon has finally found a nice cave to rest in. Now, most people will just look at you and walk away, but maybe exactly. Someone, is that a knife in your armor, or are you just happy to see me? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is the tattoo festival. Yeah. You wouldn't happen to know where a lonely knife could sheath his sword, could you? <laughs> would you? Oh, dear. Like I would a, say. Like a mare, I can be ridden for hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, deliver that one again. Artistic like a mare, and- I can be ridden for hours. I Giddy like up. that. Giddy up. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, fair maiden, your cups runneth over. That's a good. Now, that's a good one. It is. Yeah. This is if you're going to um, a medieval. Uh, remember when we went to those medieval feasts? Well, the Renaissance. Renaissance. They have them yeah. in Everything. Vegas. Yes. They, they've got that medieval dinner. They have a Caesars. You guys remember, uh, was it in Edina Camelot? The yes. 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 It's like a castle. Yes. Yeah. They say a knight is always as hard as his armor. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Um, come up to my chamber and I'll show you the largest treasure in the land. <laughs> Unreal. All right, let's switch to coffee. Okay. Coffee pickup lines. Um, it's not the size of the staff that matters, but the magic within. Oh, for God's sakes. Donnie, okay. you need to play a bed of music, I've decided. I know it. Something sexy. Something's, yeah, there needs to be oh, a bed okay. of music, you mm-hmm. know, All like right. what you played for Callie's Convicts interpretive I, reading. I do remember that. I yeah, remember that. We still have that it. book if anyone's been around long enough to remember that. Yeah. We read. need some music. Yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, I like my ladies like I like my coffee. A hot shock to the lap. Wow. <laughs> okay. Too forward? Yeah. Um, is that a steam wand in your pocket? <laughs> oh, Lori, honestly. Don't add honey to that chamomile. You're already too sweet. Now that's a cute one. Yeah. I like my baristas like I like my coffee hot, sweet, and creamy. I like that one. Do you like the word creamy? That's fine. I like juicy, <laughs> creamy. Question. I think those are I all know. good. <laughs> those are all good words. Um, They're good descriptives. Well, let's see. 
My coffee is really hot, but you're hotter. That's perfect. That's a good I, one. I'm telling you, sometimes it's just that easy. Yeah. Do you work at Starbucks or Caribou or whatever? Right? Fill in the blank. Because I like you a latte. Oh, that's sweet. What's <laughs> wrong with that? It was cute. Yeah. You roast my heart. Someone might have to explain that one. Yeah. Um, I like the way you espresso yourself. Well, that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of, I'm putting these down. Now, I would like to just, can I add something yeah. here? Is what, when I was watching uh, GMA, you know, they're following up on First Date Friday, which oh, is Oh, yeah, today. I saw that. Okay, so here's my favorite line from the whole thing, is that. Um, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, when someone asks you, how are you, and they don't know you, what they're basically asking is, let's try to find something in common that we can talk about. Yeah. And if you just say, I'm fine. How are you? No, you don't. You don't say that. That's no, that's absolutely boring. I'm great. Last night I watched this new Netflix show and oh my gosh, where you choose your own ending. It was wild. Have you, have you watched it? And conversations are like tennis. You lob it back and forth. And it, when you stop and I'm fine, how are you? That is a no go. That is a stop before you start. So try to think of one line, the next line to say. Yeah, For the, people who feel uncomfortable, you know, yeah. so just think of you guess it's it's your job and your role and part of the conversation to answer and then give them the next question. That is great advice. It Thank is good you. advice. Yes. And also don't sit across from each other, but sit next to each other. Really? So your thigh can touch his or you can stand. Ooh. Well, sh- it's just like sitting kind of almost like sitting on a bench looking yeah. out. And you so talk. Puts, it hmm. seems easier. Okay. It seems like it would be awkward, but yeah, it mm-hmm. does. But not really, because really. when you're yeah. looking across from each other, that's even actually more pressure. So if you just oh. sit to the side. Or a corner of the bar, corner. that's when I met the guy. He was on the corner and I was on the corner. Yeah. Well, you had practiced dating I and you finally gotten better at it. I did. And you finally knew you, which is the key element it is. in finding But, but conversation is a two-way street. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. Thank you you so much. Put on your blinker and pass the person if they can't have the conversation back. All right. What? Nothing. I'm done. All right. I'm done. I'm going to ask. She's trying to get all, you know, kind of namaste on us. Yeah, she is. I can't. I like it. I I don't have enough blood sugar happening right now. But I did like the music bed. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We'll We'll do that. that. All right. Listen, we come back. We got a favorite headlines of the day, and we're going to sing some kind of wonderful, an oldie, but a goodie from 1975. And my friend said, I know you love her, right? But it was messing with my head. And everything deleted, like the past year was gone. And when I touched your face, I could tell you're moving on. But it's not the fact. That's Be All Right by Dean Lewis. Yeah, Dean, Dean, he's like our it? man. Slow. It's it's slow. slow. It's slow. We have posted um, Lorene in her beautiful cold shoulder Uh-oh. look uh, on Lori, Julie, Lori and Julia Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter. Thank you. People want to, you know, didn't have a time chance to write down all your oh, yes. so fantastic so Wenchi pickup lines. Um, 
I think we can all we all agree our favorite headline today is that Jamie Kloss escaped her kidnappers. Yes. And, oh, uh, it is a miracle. Yeah. I'm so proud. Wow. She's the hero on yep. this story. For sure. And yep. they are doing some amazing police work tying up, like that they already figured out that he worked there one day at the right. same factory with their parents. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they're doing, they're tying it all up. So it's anyway, a that's, a, that's a, the favorite headline. People were uh, going crazy this morning on one of the sites I was at about Gwyneth Paltrow bringing Chris Martin I know. On the honeymoon? That's so... The second honeymoon? That's so three weeks ago. Well, it was just yesterday. Okay. Feels like three weeks ago, apparently to you, but people are just like, who does that? It was overwhelmingly, like people were just like... That's weird. Well, they did it over the holidays. Remember, she explained it. So that's why I was saying it was three weeks ago. They did this over Christmas. Okay, I'll tell you else who people are mad at. People are mad at Marie Kondo, who doesn't even speak English. It might have got lost in translation who encourages her clients to get rid of books and people were not happy and she well, didn't that's mean terrible. To, she didn't mean throw them away oh she's yes. the we, she's the organization not, yeah, yeah. The if they're not show. giving you joy if they're not I it, went to the goodwill with some books today actually that's what she meant. Yes. yeah or a little library if you have one of those or yes. to friends or you know whatever yes. there's lots of places you can bring your books she didn't actually mean to throw them away in the garbage Yes. People are mad at Jillian Michaels today about the keto diet. Why would anyone think this is a good idea? I say, why, are why they would mad anyone? At her? Because she's speaking out. That's her opinion. Right. What's the big deal? Al Roker got mad at oh, her. All on. kinds of people who are right, on fine. the keto diet, which is basically sounds like the Atkins diet. It to is, me. Ex- except for you are a little bit more specific about right. how many carbs. You know, Aveda uh, sold. Do you know that the building? Yeah. Yeah. No, but their training school. Oh, but and is, that, is it and that, be run and by somebody else? It's owned by Estee Lauder. Um, but yeah, we've known that. They're planning to sell the school to Neil Corp, a subsidiary of Beauty Basics, Inc. So people are going to have to reapply for their jobs. All right. Okay. Uh, Mandy Moore's dog ate a tennis ball and almost died. Yeah, you got to be so careful. Well, you know, remember those red Kong things, Donnie, that sure. dogs eat? My my dog, Katie, ate one of those. I'm like, how can you? Because no one's supposed to be able to get through them, and she'd eat them all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Dogs like to eat anything. Uh, Prince Harry is taking the attacks on Meghan very personally, and he wants to make a statement. He's just sick of it. Then do. He's sick of the tabloid Then make a statement. Press. Then make a statement, but she can't outrun the news when her family, her you know, her brother gets a DUI this morning. They can't help it. Half brother. Well, that's yeah. 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 She doesn't consider him a brother. No. No. Okay. People are wondering if Peter Farrelly, the director of Dumb and Dumber, and also the Green Book, and also the genital exposure exposing man when is, he was in is, his forties, yes. is he? Is his apology for whipping it out so often in front of coworker in the 90s going to hurt his Oscar voting chances for that movie? It might. Yeah, I would think so. I would think, I think so. It would. Because but he would just whip it up out to shock people or would he well, whip he it? It doesn't matter. No, I understand that, Lori. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. We had a colleague that would just whip out his junk. Yeah. No, I would not think it was <laughs> I a would joke not think. I would say, go to your room. Maybe that's why Cameron Diaz retired after, well, she didn't retire after something about Mary, but maybe she was just like... I don't need this movie business anymore. No, she hasn't made a she movie was in like that. five years. And, no, I know. Anyway, I think it might hurt his chances I would agree. for uh, yes, voting for that. I would agree. Because he was 42 when he was whipping yes. it out. It didn't happen decades ago. It happened 20 years ago. 
Which is two decades, which whatever. Well, He's trying to say it happened to, when I was a kid. When 